Bosh, Board Draw, episode 41. We're back. Oh my God. What a weekend of football. It's been a while. It's been Champions a- League, Premier oh. League special coming at you. Oh my God. There were some big games. So many big, big games. games. We've got to kick it off though. We'll, we'll, we'll almost skip over Saturday for the minute. For the minute. For the minute. We'll, we'll talk get about straight the, into it. the ruddy boys. It is... It's probably been the best game of the season. Yeah, I'd say so because yeah, normally you're talking Man City, Liverpool, Liverpool, but their two games. What was it? A one nil Liverpool, which was a bit of an average game, and then City just thumping Liverpool four one. So them two games, they've been all right, but there hasn't been like a a I game mean, that's gripped me. Like, like Liverpool one. seven, Man United nil. Whilst that's a massive game, that was a bang. Like it's just it is what it is, isn't it? Like yeah, this game had everything. It had fire. It had passion it had brawls it had handbags it had goals it had tech it was a phenomenal spectacle to watch it was um and do you know what for the first the first 20 minutes i thought oh my god it's liverpool liverpool poor liverpool trent was getting rinsed and i saw i've seen an argument on twitter yeah where someone said like right backs around the world are currently just falling off yeah like Name me like an elite right back. Ben White. Because people are saying like <laughs> Hakimi. Yeah. But he's a dodge guy. He maybe. is a dodge guy. Um, and I think when he's tested at like the top level. Very good going forward. Yeah. he's Gets found out. Yeah. I agree. Reese James. He got absolutely rotted last night. Or a couple of nights for you when this comes out. But. Vinny Jr. had him on absolute got everyone on bird, time, mate. Have yeah. you not seen like the Opta score of like every right back that's played against him? And it's like 5.4. It has got a trend. Guys, been... the guy is a menace. And, but we'll get onto that. But yeah, the first half an hour of this game yeah. until a, a kind of changing point that we'll talk about because I want to get your opinion on it. But for the first half an hour of the game, it went exactly as I was hoping it would go. I predicted two all. Just can put out there banger from me. But... I didn't think we'd go in and batter them like we did for the first half an hour. We, I thought exactly that would happen, but I thought you'd do, do it for 70 minutes of that 90 minutes. That would be nice. But yeah, I, I thought it was going to be a tight affair. I thought it'd be like 1-1, go 1-0, 1-1, blah, blah, blah. But for the first half an hour, we looked different to them. Like We looked like a Champions League winning side and they looked like a League One struggler, mate. We were just passing them about. We were dragging them around with our front three or front four if you include um Odegaard we were just dragging their defense about and prime van dyke he was like a backline in himself but i don't know who this guy is this imposter, imposter man. swear down cuz he was just getting ragdolled and he didn't have kind of like normally he's got the kind of cojones if i can quote my guy Troy Deeney to be like I'm not going to get pulled out of my position to track that run or blah, blah, blah. He's so brilliant at reading the game, but reading what the striker wants to do. Yeah. He's like always been five steps ahead of them. Yeah. And he's also always had like the physical attributes, the pace and the strength to recover when he isn't those five steps ahead. But he recently, and Gabriel Jesus made a mockery of this guy mockery of this guy's intellectual well-being because he was <laughs> he was frazzled mate mate my guy the first half an hour he was fried trent so we'll talk about trent and this weird kind of just in front the of the defense kind of he was like a 
the deepest of the midfielders for some reason. And then what that ended up doing is just leaving Canate, the poor lad, in absolutely no man's land to deal with Gabriel Jesus and Martinelli on his side. And then he'd get dragged out to try and track Martinelli because Martinelli holds the touchline. He's getting dragged out and then Van Dijk stood there like, and Robertson, are both stood there like donkeys. Like, do we close the space between us and Canate or do we leave this absolute acre between us? And we were just playing balls well, that, through. And we should be like, about 4-0 up in the first half That's now. been like the main criticism of Liverpool's defence recently is, or this season has been between their centre-back pairing. It's, the gap is massive. It is the, the biggest gap between centre-backs in the Premier League. It's crazy. And they can see so many goals because of it. But... They're doing this thing, like you said, they're, they're playing sort of like a back three with Trent dropping into, like pushing into that midfield, the deepest midfielder. So he's like, it's weird. It's a weird formation. But to make it work, you, what you've got to do is condense your back line. And yeah. to be fair, against Arsenal, that is not the worst. That is not the worst idea. You can probably sit there and defend against Arsenal, them whipping crosses in and whatever. Yeah. Like, night well, like what Sean no, Dyche was saying about defending kind of like the V of your box and then up. 100%. You compress, but against Arsenal and Van Dijk and Canate, they're just going to win. They'll win every header. They'll win every They'll header win all day. Every header. There yeah. is not, there is like not an Arsenal threat in that like that top. Yeah, you know, yeah. Half of the pitch where they're going to challenge it in the air. Saka's not going to beat him in the air. Gabriel Jesus not very like he's not the scored worst. a header to be not fair. The worst, but he. Um, <laughs> you know Our point I mean? is invalidated because he scored a header. But <laughs> they could they could have wanted to let yeah, Arsenal yeah. whip crosses in and defend yeah. it all day. But the problem with Arsenal is they're not going to do that. We're Martinelli is direct. He'll run in. He loves yeah. the touchline. He loves the touchline. I He'll saw a to stat today that um, in the Europe in in the Europe in Europe's top five leagues, Arsenal have the highest um, amount of passes completed in the opponent's final third. That doesn't surprise me. So that just makes me think that, like, like you said, so last season and the season before, my issue with Arsenal is that we were all right. And this was, I'm not blaming Tierney for this, but I remember a stretch of games where we, and this is probably a Bamiang being shite as well, where it was just Tierney bombing it down the wing and just whipping constant crosses into the box and us having no presence to score. We would just cross, cross, miss, miss, cross, cross. But, but now, and I think the stat that I mentioned about us having the most passes in the final third makes sense, is that now we'll get there and if the opportunity for a cross isn't there that's going to work, we pass it around, pass it around, and we find spaces where back in the day, we just whip across into no man's land and hope for the best. Now, everyone is just... IQ is high now. IQ is too high. Too high, man. Uh, like, that is what where Arsenal excelled this season is. The football IQ is off the charts. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, so, yeah, Arsenal dominating. Looks rough for Liverpool. Trent is having an absolute nightmare. Canate, Van Dijk having just a terrible game. They're 2-0 down at this point. Yeah, 2-0 down. Goal from um, Gabriel Jesus and Martinelli. But um, I want to talk about what the commentators are claiming turn the tide of the game. So Trent was already rattled at this point. My guy's getting, like we said, absolutely spun by Martinelli and Gabriel Jesus on the reg. And yeah, so my guy's agitated. And then he kind of goes in late on Xhaka. So Xhaka does the same back and pushes him. And then... um, Trent kind of gets into his face and there's this handbag situation. And the commentary, obviously, Gary Neville and Jamie Carragher have had their opinion on Granite Jacker before. And he has, in the past, been a bit of a loose cannon. But this season, I think nobody can say 
that he's been a loose cannon. He's been one of Arsenal's star men, I'd say. And hasn't had a case of, like, the old Granite Xhaka where he's lost his head. But he kind of riles Trent up, and they go head-to-head. The stadium kind of gets excited about it. Because so, the stadium was quiet at that point. Arsenal were playing them off yeah. the pitch. Where do you stand on this being the, this being the change, the changing point of the game? Do you think I, there's something I, in it and I he mean, changed the title of the game? Think, I think or the is Xhaka an easy target? I think you watch the game, I think it definitely changes. Mm. Whether or not this is entirely the whole changing point. But I do think there is a... like It is semi-smart from Xhaka. I've seen a lot of people say this. He's got he's riled Trent up and he's got Trent in yellow and Trent's even got to defend for the rest of the game against I was so certain he was gonna get red against Martinelli because he just looked card. aggy the whole and game. That's what teams have done over and over again. They've targeted Trent, targeted Trent, targeted Trent. Yeah. And I think that was probably the plan was to get him a bit rattled. But what has Arteta said every time about Liverpool? That's Anfield crazy. is their yeah, biggest weapon. You go there, you get like the confusion or whatever. You do not want to get that place riled up. Discombobulation. And so, would you rather, yeah, got, like you've silenced them. They're two nil down, yeah. They're thinking, mate, this might be five or six. This yeah. could be embarrassing. And then suddenly, Xhaka out of nowhere has given them a reason to sort of back their boys. Like, because yeah. you know what they're like, they they will back them for not for, for over anything. Yeah, yeah. Especially like he is, one of their own. He is one of he is scouts yeah. through and through. He's so a fucking boy. He no, is, and he's bad. like he's been their wonder kid for a time. Yeah, yeah. You don't want you don't and then the, the atmosphere. Scouts. You, you heard you heard he's like scouts on TV. You heard the like the change in the atmosphere, yeah. and you you would feel that you would feel that. And I, like yeah. the only time that I ever see Liverpool uh, like Anfield like that. Ever as yeah. Champions League nights. Yeah. Ever. And when that happened, you thought, oh, this is going to get a bit feisty. And then you can see the tackles were flying in. Liverpool were up for it. Yeah. A lot of fight, a fight that they hadn't been there. And what they've lacked this season is intensity. And you've handed it to them. You've given them a fight. So say what you will, whether or not it was right or wrong to don't do it. I just think the last thing you want to do when you go to Anfield is give them a reason. Luke, Have the perfect start. You've spoken very well there. And I was ready to kind of hit you with a disagreement, but you've articulated yourself so great. And honestly, I don't think I can. I do agree that um, if it was nil nil, I think it's the different. crowd was silent, and we were close to half time at two nil up. We were rattling them. He he shouldn't have bit. And I do agree that like you've handed them intensity on a plate and. The switch was evident pretty much as soon as it happened. They went down the other end, scored pretty much immediately. So I do think there is some blame to be had on Granite Xhaka. But I do also want to kind of caveat that with the fact that he is an easy target. The commentators hate him. Pundits hate him. Especially now that he's on this straight and narrow in a team that is top of the league, playing best football in the league. I think they kind of hate this comeback story. But I do agree. I think Xhaka bit. Too, I think, I think too easy. And no gave matter, him, gave him the game. I, I think no matter if it been Martinelli or it been like Matt Turner off the bench, mm. I, I don't think it matters who, who does it. Oh, I, mean, I they, think it does. But, I mean, maybe that's maybe what the commentator says. Yeah, but I think Trent would react the same way. Oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I, I think the fans will react the same way. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe yeah. it's exacerbated by the fact it is. Yeah, Granite I think because they know he's a bit of a shit out. Yeah. 
But yeah. I think that's the case. But then, yeah, like you say, Liverpool go down the other end. The, inter- the intensity changes. The whole game, the whole dynamic changes. You're missing Saliba. Yeah. Rob Holding was probably the shaky point in that defence for me. Big time. I mean, uh, Salah scores the tapping at the far post, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Liverpool back It gets in, like drilled in. Henderson tries to put it on target, but kind of can't hit it. And yeah, Salah's Salah, back right post. place, right time. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and then Liverpool 2-1. Uh, uh, Liverpool are only a goal behind going into the break. And then second half starts. It's a feisty old break though, because as the players are running off, everyone's aggy. There should have been um, fouls, cards here, there. And Andrew Robertson, who I've decided is the fucking hilarious you going. He loves giving it to Lionels. He loves just giving lip. And as Roy Keane says, he's a baby. <laughs> he's a big baby. He's a big baby. And um, so he goes up to, I can't remember his name. It's, it's a, a Greek name. Greek Donnie, yeah. Wham, Donnie! Can't he? He's, he's wham. He's been gymming. So maybe he wanted to get himself in the, in the scene. Robertson hits him with like an, a kind of like an arm grab, kind of just to try. And I think so. He's walking away the lino, and I think Robertson's aim is to like turn him around so they can talk, and he doesn't like that. He hits him with a fucking. It is weird. He hits him with a get off my arm kind of movement. It's not a I'm gonna elbow you in the it, face. It's, it's not a it's not a flying elbow. It's, it's not a it's people's like, it's elbow. Like, it's like a, it's like a shove away. Yeah. It's a yeah. It's a get off my arm elbow. Yeah. But Robertson, obviously walking towards him, catches it in the facial area. I don't want to say that he caught one in the face because it looked light. I think he did catch it in the face. I think it was light. I think I, it was I a think it, it, gentle it, brush. If, if, if a player done it, it, it would be looked fucking into. Cr- yeah. So where do we stand on this line, Donny, giving Robertson the people's elbow? People? People's elbow. <laughs> um, I, I don't really care. Like, I actually don't care. Like it's 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 a weird it's a weird thing to see. But now they're talking about this Lionel getting banned for eight games. I think he had to actually had a pretty good game. I think oh, yeah, he had a good game out for a linesman. He should have punched him. And then it's worthwhile talking about. This is a waste of time. And then they're talking about oh Mitrovic and whatever. Yeah. But like I, ju- I actually don't care. We're watching one of the best football games of the season, and you, all we want to talk about is Andy Robertson the Lionel. Andy Robertson's fine. The Lionel's come out, and I think he's been like, is what it is. Yeah, I think it was Robertson's fault anyway. It, it, it just th- you they shouldn't you shouldn't be touching them anyway yeah yeah but it's all been blown up proportion like this is the reason why our game gets given such like negative connotations being like oh yeah they're just paid like big money to roll around the floor we're making a big we've just seen like the most electric game in the premier league yeah we've seen liverpool actually play football mm. which is like once in a blue moon now and now all we will talk about is the linesman i don't care get rid of it don't care let's talk about the second half yes talk to me about the second half Liverpool, well, I, I, you might not want to. Liverpool dominating. Cody Hackpole was good. Do you think? I think he had a good game. I think for I like think the Jota, first twenty Jota minutes, is, I think Jota's washed. I was worried about Jota because he's he's, he's got, got a, a fetish for scoring against Arsenal. But um, for the first twenty minutes, they were on our clock, and um, obviously they get the pen. That's Rob Holding. He's got a lovely head of hair, but his feet aren't as lovely. Or his brain. Because he's got some kind of... He, he's got lanky feet. He can't really get them in check as quickly as like a small ute like Jota. So, absolutely. Well, I don't know. There was a mm, iffy pen. Kind of like a leg tangle that... obviously it is a pen. Yeah, I mean, I've seen them given. I've seen them not given. I mean, Jota... It, 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 it seems soft, but Jota has out, outthought him. 
and intellectually won. I've said that twice now. Come on. He's, he's, he's won it's the battle game. of the games. He's come across his man and he, he doesn't even have really control of the ball. No. But because he, he's next in line to the ball, yeah? Like game of Thrones thing. Next in line to the throne. My point still stands. You know I mean? he, make, he makes given, the right decision. I've seen them not give if that was If that was Gabriel Jesus step in front of him, yeah, 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 yeah. But I've seen Gabriel Jesus do that and not get pens for it. I think so, nine times out of ten it's a pen. I'd say six times out of ten. He, got, he steps <laughs> in front of him. Mate, it's so 50-50. It but the narrative... But that's, who gives a fuck? I've got Salah in my team on fantasy. So I was like, if anyone's going to ruin my day, at least let it be someone in my fantasy team. The fucking donut decides to go and miss a pen. He's missed a lot And of he's pens. missed a pen. And it wasn't even close. He puts it wide by a... No, consider- no, it, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't massively wide. You can see what he's trying to I do. I think there. it's only okay if you hit the post. If you put it wide of the post, I that's, mean, that's you, too you need far. To hit it, you need to get it on target. That's, that's, that's too far. To, on target and hot. Look at Troy Deedy's technique, mate. Mm. He just blasts it. But but after they missed that is, pen... The game sort of... The game kind of mellowed out. And yeah. I thought we had them stuck until they brought Firmino on. He was really good. Oh, do you know what? Yeah. If I'm a Liverpool fan, I'm saying you got to keep him. Man yeah. United, if I'm Man United, I'm screaming out for him. He won't no. go to United. No. But apparently Real Madrid are interested in uh, Bobby Firms. Yeah. I think he's a baller. I think he's possessed. still good. Yeah, they need some young youths. I think he's like Gabriel Jesus, but old. And a little bit worse, but yeah. But nah, better finishing. Nah, finishing. Prime Firmino was... Yeah, good. Maybe better than Prime Gabriel Jesus. Yeah, well, I don't think Gabriel Jesus has hit his prime yet. Just, you yeah, well. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so the game hits a lull. They bring Bobby Firms on, and then the pressure kind of heats up a little bit. And um, Darwin Nunez as well. Darwin Nunez. Chaos. And they kind of unload on us. And Aaron Ramsdale. So this is, I think it's at two one. Makes an absolutely outrageous save from Mo Salah. Mo Salah has a shot, kind of right hand side of the box. Takes a deflection, so it's already going kind yeah. of like far sticks. Cuts in on his left, and it, and it takes, takes a deflection, deflection, and it's going even more far sticks, but like looping. It was as gonna, well. it was going to nestle in the far side. Of that and net. Ramsdale makes this outrageous save, probably Whoa. save the season, save the season on its own. And then Bobby Firmino gets the header, and it's two all. And I think, <sighs> fuck me, we can go win this. <laughs> what about what about is it Checo? Well, getting nutmeg, yeah, that was rough. That was rough. He was left in tears on the bench, mate. That was rough. What? That was rough. Yeah. But yeah. And then the save of the season happened. Uh, Two all in the 92nd minute or whatever the fuck it was. They put a pinger across the six-yard box. Canate's there. It's an awkward height, bless him. He doesn't know if he should go for a head. He's a big boy as well, so he couldn't really gauge... Head, foot, He does knee, not have the facilities. Crotch. He does not have the facilities. He goes with this kind of weird crotch movement towards it. And it kind of doesn't hit him at all. And it kind of trickles in the box. And Ramsdale's there to claw it out on the line. Best save I've seen all season. It was like a David Seaman where the ball's behind him. And he's going to have to like scoot backwards to get it. Crazy stuff. Unload straight to Martinelli. And we go on a break, and it's three on two. Trossard, Saka, Martinelli against, I don't know. And who gets the ball? Martinelli, and he sees Saka making this darting run. He's one-on-one with Allison. And then you had to figure, figure, this is Arsenal's season. Overhits the through ball. Allison clears up, and it's a two-all draw, and 
Yeah. Let us know what you think about what are we talking about. Would you have made that through ball? Or do you think fatigue took a toll Scrap and that. you would have made that? Did Xhaka make the right decision trying to rile up Trent? Is that where the game switched? But that's such an Let obvious no. Let us know. When we come back, we're going to talk about what this means <coughs> for the title race. Is it over? It's not a good thing. Is it over? Yeah, it's not good. And uh, so, Arsenal, it's uh, it's a strange feeling, isn't it, coming away on the, after a weekend without a three points? Mm. Yeah, but f- for you, as a... Uh, you are an Arsenal fan, correct? No. As an Arsenal fan, do you feel like, like it's two points lost or a point gained? So I was saying this to the guy at work who um, supports Arsenal. We were talking about it. And I said um, before the game, and like I did when we did the predictions um, last week, I predicted a draw. So for me, a point was buzzing. Our record at Anfield is atrocious. Um so I think once the kind of dust has settled on the game, I'm happy with the point. But at the moment, like at the end of the game and during the game when it was taking like a downturn, whenever you're tuning up and you don't see the game out, it's not great. It's the danger scoring football though, isn't it? So I think closer to the game, it was two points dropped. Now it's a point game. I think before the game as well, if you offered that, if you offered a point or three, sorry, a point, to, uh, I'll take the free, mate. <laughs> if you offered a point, <laughs> guaranteed to uh, like every Arsenal fan, I think most of them would have taken it. Yeah, it's one of those, like, would you take 100% you get a point or would you flip a coin heads or tails, free or none? What would you do? That's a good question. Flip a coin, man. Yeah, no, nah, that's, that's I mean, a gambler in but, us. Uh, but I mean, what if it comes down to one point? Yeah, do you know well, what that's I mean? what I'm saying. So, you know, that's a gambler game. Man City... Yeah, they are, I think, well, like 10 dubs in a row so now. So you are now three points ahead. And they've got a game in hand. Oh, no. Six points ahead, they've got a game, game in hand. Game in hand, and they've got to play you. And they've got to play us. And our running is so much harder than theirs. You've got them. You've got We've got them at their ground now. We've Newcastle. done Spurs. Um, we've got Chelsea. We've got Newcastle. And we've got Brighton. We've got West Ham this weekend, yeah. I think we'll pepper West Ham, to be fair. Got but. Europa League still. Oh, no, you're out of that. I've done that twice, though. He did that a lot. <laughs> Is this guy all right? But um, that's why we're recording tonight. What is it? Thursday nights are Europa nights. I've been in the Europa League long enough to know the tune now. Fun, it's actually a bit Fire of a banger. Fire versus Roma, mate. It's actually a bit of a that's banger. That's on right now. Oh, this is the early one? Yeah, I think so. Five forty-five. Anyway, um, so yeah, yeah. City is smashing it. They smashed Southampton four-one. I don't. Care. I mean, you were worried before. Yeah, are, are you? Where? I don't want you to put. I don't want you to be like, we're going to win the league. We're not going to win the league. They're actually statistically favourites now. Apparently, I just. Yeah. I, I think they're a machine, but mm. you, you can't write off Arsenal. You can't. We're actually like, you've lost what two games all season? Three, yeah, or three. Oh, Bournemouth beat you. No, go on. Name me the three. Man United. Yes. Man City. Yes. And Aston, Bournemouth, Everton. One of those. Everton. One of those, yeah. yeah. Those are three quite hard games, aren't they? Yeah, well, Everton, uh, n- oh, no v- way. was the one that you turned it around at like, the last yeah, minute. The problem with the Everton game, it was Sean Dyche's first game. And Bournemouth, you, so were, they got Bournemouth, you went 2-0 down, didn't you? And the then you most almighty, fat, chunky manager bounce ever. Dyche is a legend. And he's been so pretty bang average since then. But um, they are literally. City, yeah. 
We'll talk about them. They smashed uh, Southampton and then continued their case of smashing and smashed Bayern Munich. We'll talk oh about Champions League in a bit. God. Do you but, know what? I thought Bayern weren't even that bad. First half, that I've, in my opinion, the better team. But City, they are just, they are monstrous. And Jack Fuck Grealish. It, we talk about it now. Jack Grealish could be the reason they win the league. Jack Grealish. He's on crap. So good. Rodri. Literally the first oh minute of the game. God. Did Rodri. you see Jack Grealish? First minute of the game, gets the ball out wide. Skins about three man. And then he, he passes to De Bruyne, it, who kind of stumbles on the ball. But Jack Grealish, I think he loves him. He's, he's the kind of player to me that it just gets gassed for the big occasion. Yeah. He's like, strikes me as someone that plays football because he's buzzing, just a big kid, and he's like, shit me, I'm on the Champions League. That's yeah, no, go he, crazy. He, I don't think he, he thinks about the occasion. He just he just wants Loves to... Loves it. Yeah. It, but yeah, let's talk about oh, Man City. Bernardo Silva. He's so good, man. Yeah. So good. Most tackles, most interceptions during the game. You can tell why he plays... Like, Mahrez's work rate is actually really good because you don't stay in a Pep Guardiola team. That work rate for like seven years without work rate exactly but Bernardo Silva is like different he's like two man but like I was saying first half I think Bayern were the better team yeah it was, uh, they had more of the ball and I, the commentators were saying a lot about like oh it's unlike uh, Man City to concede possession at the Etihad and fair enough Bayern weren't really doing much with the possession but I think on the ball Man City weren't doing much at all and they looked a little bit stifled. And I think it was a case of they weren't pressing as high as they usually do. And Bayern were like pressing. They were stepped out super high. Like De Ligt and Upa Meccano were pretty much on the halfway line for the whole of the first half. And they looked really good. Second half was a different kettle of fish though. Obviously, Rodri scored the screamer and it goes in 1-0. But that can happen at any point in any game. All That's these... what happens at the top level. You've got players of that class. You've got players that are crazy. But, can, like, but mate, I wouldn't just, say let's that... Let's just talk about that Haaland assist, mate. Oh, my God. <sighs> oh, you're talking about the, the what, second goal? Yeah, because he yeah. scores the third, doesn't he? Yeah. So, Haaland, like, does he play into Bernardo Silva at the far post? Yeah, yeah. And he and like, he's, he's like in a weird position. Like It's just a position that Haaland doesn't occupy. And he looks up and he sort of taps it to his right and then he just... Plays this like delicious pass that he would be on the end of every time. Like it was De like he, he yeah. in he, like yeah, he was possessed by De Bruyne, mate. Yeah, it was weird. And De Bruyne was, was inside him, and then yeah, he comes and he scores and like City. I don't know. I just think they might just go on a run here where they go like yeah. thirty games. Well, the people. second half was just all City. I don't know what. Well, I know what happened. I, I kind of saw a thread of tweets about kind of the tactical switch that Pep Guardiola did and. Like I was saying, in the first half, they just didn't press high enough. Second half, they pressed so high. Jack Grealish was just on crud. And he caught Upa Meccano so many times, just dilly-dallying on the ball. And um, that's where that goal came from. Like uh, Jack Grealish tackles Upa Meccano, gives it to Harlan, and he does the ball to Bernardo Silva. But yeah, them pressing so much higher, pushed the defenders back of Bayern. And then... They thought they had as much time as they did in the first half. Turns out they didn't. And they were getting caught on the ball. Namely, Upa Meccano, who... Yeah, first half, I didn't I, think I was thought, that bad. I thought he looked quite good for the first, first half. First half was good. I thought he was brilliant. But second half, mate, he was just getting caught on the ball. Maybe he didn't clock that he was getting pressed so much harder. Because he... He was clearly identified by Peppers that when he has the ball, you press. He's press the pressing big trigger, time. Yeah. yeah. And, um, yeah, so the second half, they were just pressing so much crazier. And um, Upa Meccano, a couple of times, Jan Sommer was getting caught on the ball dilly-dallying I thought Jan Sommer was 
outstanding. A couple of crazy he saves, made some but insane saves. the kind of like standard play of the ball. He was dilly dallying like Upin Meccano. Like he was getting, does. getting caught a couple of times, and um, yeah, so the the pressing just completely changed the game, and then that coupled with Bayern making silly errors was just recipe for disaster. And those are the kind of games where. If you catch another team, they might not punish you, but City are just going to kill you. City will kill you every time. Yeah. Um, I think that leg is pretty much over. Same. I know Thomas Tuchel said, oh, it's not over till we hit the showers. I was like, bro, one of your players has just chinned your teammate. <laughs> like, fucking... <laughs> the tie- versus Sane, bro. Mate, the tie is over. Get him on the next KSI card. Come on, what is it? Mis- misfits boxing? Get him on. Yeah, come on. Mane Sane. Mane Sane. Uh, the, the Germany special. But um, yeah, like the tie's They've over. Got a fight in Lederhosen. <laughs> <laughs> Holding one Stein each. So in your predictions, you had Bayern to win the whole Champions League. Well, basically, Luke sent me his predictions and I didn't want to just do the exact same predictions because I do think Man City will win it. But I didn't want to just be like, oh, Luke thinks Man City will win. I think Man City will win. That'd be fun. So I thought I'd be a little bit different. I was going to go Napoli. She's gone Rebel Jim, man. Yeah, they. Yeah, well, yeah. Fuck it, we'll move on to Real Madrid. So, yeah, Man City, very good. Man City gonna beat Bayern, and then they play Real Madrid. Real Madrid, or do they? So, Real they Madrid do. versus Chelsea, two 0 Vinny Junior, like we said earlier, had um, Reese James on absolute toast. Ben Chilwell. <laughs> I blame Cucurella, and we've said this many times. I think Cucurella is dog. Yeah, actual, actual dog. Well. He Brian got pulled out of his position. Cucurella is one of those bozo defenders that kind of jumps out. <laughs> he looks like a clown. Tries to hair. win the ball and then just gets passed around so easily. Did that, stepped out to try and win the ball. And then it was just a little ping over him. And then Chilwell's tracking back against Rodrigo. And Chilwell's fast, but Rodrigo and Vinny Jr. You don't want to be <laughs> chasing them because it's a long day. Oh, no, no. And uh, yeah, Ben Chilwell got sent off. I think the tie's pretty much over. I think Chelsea did good keeping it to just two because I saw a lot of people saying Real Madrid looked average I think Real Madrid looked good I think they knew they didn't need to get out of second but, gear no but that is literally the absolute way yeah. Real Madrid they don't get out of first gear until they until they have to yeah until like the first half of the semi-final or whatever yeah they just they don't care they just know they're better they've got so many good players and if you've got that it's like Chelsea Chelsea have got a lot of good players but it's all a mess at the moment. The manager hasn't sorted out. Real Madrid have got so many good players and a good manager. Even if they're not doing tactically crazy things, it even if they're mental. not turned up to 100%, they <laughs> can just beat teams easy. <laughs> it's mental that the Champions League semi-final is two ex-Everton managers going at it. <laughs> in charge of Real Madrid and the biggest spenders in world football. Yeah, it's crazy. And then in Italy, Milan, they've done it again. Yes, they recently smashed Napoli, Napoli 4-0. 4-0. And going into this game, oh, I don't think people assumed it'd be 4 0 again. Osiman was out. Osiman was out. Which is a big loss. Played Cavaz- with Gellia. a striker and then Alano. Elmas, Elmas. and Lozano. Oh, that was it. And Elmas, um, yes. Yeah, the first, I'd say 20 minutes because I was flicking between both games. Um, Napoli were, I think they had a couple cleared off a line, hit the bar. And then Angisa gets red carded and the the game kind of goes from Feels there. a harsh second yellow. Brahim Diaz sort of running through. Yeah. He puts his well, leg he gets out. Yeah, yellow and then a red in like a couple of minutes, didn't he? It's like back to back, which is crazy. But I think I think it was probably a red. It, it is, is, it is two, yeah. silly, two silly tackles. Yeah. And um, 
I think what they'll hope is Ossiemen's back for the next next leg, and it's Ossie only one nil. And yeah, I think that'll be a good game. I'll probably tune into that one rather than the Chelsea game, Chelsea game next time. But uh, and then Inter Milan, that's Romelu Lukaku, and who was it? Uh, Nico Barella. Oh yeah, Barella. Who fifty million pound Barella? Bargain, mate. Definitely get him. In. So yeah, yeah, it's looking pretty done and dusted for most teams apart from the Napoli. Milan, Milan game, one. yeah. I think that's the one to watch if you're... Uh, unless Bayern score an early goal. Or yeah. Chelsea. But or Benfica. Yeah, I think Champions League looking tasty. Europa League tonight. Man United, Sevilla. Who do you say? Fire Roma. Yeah, Rashford's out for that. He, he is, he might yeah. Miss the next I need to take couple, him out of uh, Premier League team. game. Um, Talking of the Champions League and Frank Lampard and that. Crystal one- Palace. Carry on. No, no he <laughs> lost one 0 to Wolves. Who gives a shit? Wolves are actually all right. I like Julius great Everton. goal. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah it's nice. And um, unbelievable. Shot. Chelsea haven't scored a goal in four games. I think they need to spend more money. I don't think they backed their managers enough. Yeah, it's just so weird they haven't brought. But uh, they got a striker, but they left him out of the Champions League squad. So that's interesting. I don't, I don't understand how it works at Chelsea. I think Todd Bowley's a clown. Yeah, Todd Bowley is a clown. Um, James Lawrence Alcock captioned them chronically. Something I can't remember what he said. Chronically unable to score or some shit. I don't know. There's a scoring problem at Chelsea. How do they fix it, Luke? Give me your opinion. I think they need to stop giving players the number nine shirt. I think it's cursed. But I also think they they don't know their best players in their best positions. Mm. They don't know their best formation. I think you've just literally got to go so simple yeah. just simplify it and play these players to their strength yeah so Raheem Sterling what is he good at breaking the line yeah okay that's perfect you've got they're trying to force Jao Felix who's not a striker they're trying to force Havertz who's not a striker he's really not a striker he's bad they're trying to force both those into a team yeah. with Raheem Sterling because he's like on like crazy money yeah, he's just come back from injury to be fair you've got three players there who pretty much are afraid of the goal Facts. Three players who are excellent, excellent, excellent players, but you can't put them through to get. They just they they don't work. You got like oil and water, and then like jelly, bro. Just nice. Like, it's a mixture that doesn't work. All useful in their own like ways, <laughs> but you wouldn't have all three. Especially jelly. Jelly's good. You the know. most useful substance out of those three. Who would you call out of um, who's who is it? Yao Felix, Havertz, and who's the other one? Yao Felix is oil because he's a bit like slimy, a bit slick. Is that because he's foreign? <laughs> you can't say that. <laughs> no. Okay, good. I was going to say, I'm watching you, Luke. Nah, because he's a bit slick, isn't he? And then like... <laughs> a little bit slick, mate. I would say Havertz is sort of like... Maybe he's the water. Oh, he's defo jelly, man. No, I was going to say, maybe Raheem Sterling is jelly. Because like... What, the way he runs is like... He's like bouncy, isn't he? Like, <laughs> rapid. And he's like, he's probably like the most fun to watch. Uh, and and what's the most, the most fun to eat? A jelly, oil or water? Oil. <laughs> nah. Anyway, uh, yeah. So, them three aren't working. There's not a... There's not a evil goal scorer. <laughs> they brought in Obama Yang. Like, he, like a lot can be said mad. about Obama Yang. About his work rate. About he might be finished. About blah, blah, blah about where his best position is. One thing that I think is certain is that he's a better out-and-out finisher than all three of them. 
course he is. So how is he just not getting started? Getting getting starting? Getting a starting place when you haven't scored a goal in four games and that is pretty much your main cause for concern. Yeah. I don't like a Bamiang. But but I think Chelsea, Surely just give him a run Chelsea of games and score some great goals. Chances though. Exactly. But like they just they need to they need just like Like the first minute against Real Madrid, Real Madrid got caught with the high line and Yao Felix was in one on one with the goalkeeper, but he wasn't quick enough to get past um Edo Militao oh, yeah. and then he kinda like fumbled the one on one. and Bamiang scores that. Yeah, but I think But he's not in the Champions League squad. Like Bamiang's gonna have to like if you want a Bamiang in your team to get him scoring, you've got to give him games, right? Yeah, yeah. But he's not gonna he, he probably gonna he's gonna go like eight games and he might score one. He's not gonna get that shot on his back, especially at his age. His big age. Chelsea gone four games and then scored none, so Yeah, I, I don't know. I think Enzo Fernandez is good. Enzo Fernandez is really I think good. Think he's really good. I just think that the rest of the team is average. I think Kante uh, being back is alright. That's handy. I think that's handy. I think he he's he's pretty good as a footballer. <laughs> I don't really know what else to say. Like Chelsea, guy, man. Chelsea, I just don't know, man. They're just they're weird, and they're just buying play. And it, we say it week in, week out. Yeah, it's like watching a kid playing at, like FIFA. We talk about Chelsea with. too much for two oh. people that really don't like Chelsea, and they're they're not doing anything apart yeah. from spending. How can they be mid table, making themselves look and useless, mate? Be they are much useless. like the topic of every single podcast we do. Oh, honestly, man. Chelsea fans will be like, oh, we're, we're so big. We're in your head rattled. Rattled. Yeah. Bro, I'm, I'll be rattled Moving in your head, head. I am rattled because how do, how do you spend that much money and not be able to score goals? And be goals? shit. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. It's mental. It is mental. Um, we'll be back after the break for predictions. Plus, I want to talk about Spurs versus Brighton because Brighton got shagged. I, I'm more concerned about Brighton as a top four rival than I am Spurs. Or Chelsea. Or Chelsea. So we'll be back to talk about that. Back again, back again. Don't know what that was, but Spurs beat Brighton 2-1 in a game that I think most people, minus Spurs fans, look at this guy, um, can pretty much... Oh, you've derailed me, Luke. Spurs fans, you're lucky. You won 2-1 against Brighton, even though they had, what, two penalties um, unjustly not given. So, that's a, that's a lucky Spurs. They'll be buzzing to get out of that game alive because I think most people coming up against Brighton these days, they know it's a hard time. But Brighton, that's, I think, what, the second or third apology that PGMOL, PGMOL, Bugamama, uh, have had to come and apologise to Brighton. Webb is having a nightmare. So, yeah, they probably got Brighton fucking on favourites on speed <laughs> dial or something. Because just go to recent contacts. Yeah, because uh, they've had to apologise again. I think Matona should have I, had a I don't understand. Like, and there was a handball that should surely, have been a handball or something? I don't know. Surely as an institute of football, you just don't come out and apologise. You just, you just, you just, like, I get it. You want to admit you made a mistake, but you're just going to... You're inviting just yeah. havoc. I, yeah, I think we said this earlier the in the season. The game would never go back it's like to point either where it, you either you fix up, you apologise once, fix up, get out every single ref, make wide-scale changes to fix the issue, or just don't apologise and don't acknowledge the errors because now everyone's like, oh, yeah, you apologise, great, what are you going to do about it? You're doing nothing about it because you're hiring the same people, making the same mistakes. You've apologised to Brighton three times. It's like, don't just stop apologising because it means nothing. Brighton don't give a fuck about your apology because <laughs> they've lost three points there. 
<laughs> like it, it, it is it is mental yeah that they come out and they're like oh yeah we messed up sorry brighton <laughs> sorry what are we like oh silly me classic us oh no it's like a, it's like a running joke at this point you know when like a sitcom just so keeps doing dumb. the same jokes over and over again do you know like family guy where it's like <laughs> whenever, it's like that dead joke it's like <sighs> we're dead referees is what i mean but what, what's gonna happen is like you know next time brighton get a penalty the referee's gonna give it and it's not gonna be a pen and no, no, no. It'll be a pen and the referee will give it, but no one will know what to do. No one will know what to do. They'll score and they'll still be scared. I reckon they give Brighton a pen. Just they'll, they'll, any opposition now that have got Brighton coming up, don't touch Brighton around What the they box. should do was Lloris they'll be like inclined who, who to give was a in pen. Who for Spurs? Forster. Forster yeah. still, yeah. yeah. So they, what they should do is get, who takes Brighton's penalties? McAllister. McAllister. Yeah. McAllister and Fraser Forster down the park. If he scores, it's a draw. One or uh, one point of each. I think, yeah. It's like, unless you come out and make apologize, uh, apologies and then you have the kind of authority to change score lines, which you don't. Which you, I, you can't. And you can't. There is literally no point apologising because Brighton are gaining absolutely nothing. And you're, if anything, you're just rattling them. Yeah, no, you're just, you're just making people... Back, like pick up and just fight against you know, pick up their torches because like there is there is no benefits you coming out and apologize it just make it just weakens your position I, I we will never go back to a point where VAR is not in the Premier League no but I don't understand how you can have this much money you put into it and, and have and bad. have this level like you're having like ex-retired referees you're yeah. having like people from the game involved but somehow you still can't get simple simple things correct like honestly yeah if you work in any job in the world and you make these like this level you of mistake. Make you think about the black people who bet on the game, you got players like bonuses. I've lost so much money. Money, mate. You're co- you're costing people money. You're costing people time. People have travelled, yeah, from Brighton to the to Spurs Stadium, which isn't far. Just get on the fucking But can you imagine if you went if it was like Plymouth versus Carlisle? Yeah. Bro, that's that's long and the crazy part is we've had two or three international tournaments now where there's been VAR and, it's and we've come out of the tournament and been like fuck me VAR is actually really good oh mate glad VAR was there and then we get back to the Prem and it's like shit the best, the best league in the world shit mate week in week out errors mess and I know there's a larger pool because you're talking about 40 games a season opposed to like I don't know whatever 40 in a World Cup or whatever but still there's just never like a fat break where they're spending half an hour trying to figure out if the offside is um, onside or offside by like a pube hair it's fucking it's quick there's never like people coming out after the game talking about big errors because there's never like catastrophic errors it's always pretty good whereas VAR in the Prem it's just controversial every single week there's a headline and it's crazy. It's dead. It's almost like I they're doing it. it to generate interest in the Premier League. I fucking hate it. It man. is mental. Um, I'd go back to getting rid of it. I don't care. Fair enough. Prediction time. Saturday, 15th of April. Luke, you need to get your arse in gear, mate. I'm fucking storming ahead on the predictions. Yeah, I, to be fair. I've had a couple of screaming Yeah, weeks. you had a big finish in the la- to a uh, couple of weeks ago, didn't you? The big double game week. Yeah. Um, Aston Villa, Newcastle. Two teams in good form. Villa, Villa fly. Unai Emery sneaking them in. I think they're in like seventh place now. 
They were in sixth place. Maybe they're in, in sixth place. Six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to get them a European finish. Oh, interesting. Interesting times. Um, early game kickoff. BT Sport. Ollie Watkins versus Dem Man, the Geordies. Dem Man, there. I'm going to go for a 2-1 Newcastle. I'm saying this this little run of Villa. It's over. It's over. I'm going to go 1-1 one, one draw, I think. That was my second choice. And then Chelsea versus Brighton. Chelsea, who have commandeered Brighton's best manager since Roberto De Zerbi. <laughs> and do you not get it? It's okay. Um, how could it be since Roberto De Zerbi? Ah, because that, that's what I mean. Like, he came in after and he's already... I think done more than Potter's done. Ooh, mad. Anyway, Chelsea kind of stolen Brighton's entire internal staff from the last <laughs> sacked them. five years. Sacked them. Well, actually, I don't know. Are they, I assume they're sat now, but when that Bruno guy was still in charge, I assume yeah. they were there. I assume oh, I Frank Lampard's cleared house now. But yeah, what are you saying, Chelsea Brighton? Uh, Brighton I don't Pepper. know. I'm just going to go one all. I actually don't know. I think 3 1 Brighton. Actually, no. 2-1 Brighton. Everton versus Fulham. I think Fulham are on the beach. And now they've got no Mitro to the end of the season. I think Fulham could be... They're they're, they're so fine. He's been a bit quiet, to be fair. That's like a two-month-ago situation. But I think Fulham are on the beach now. I think they're going to slowly dip down. They're too far ahead to be in any stress. But I think they'll end up at like 10th, 11th. I think 1-0 Everton. I'm going to go for a one or draw. Very nice. Southampton, Crystal Palace. Boy. Boy, what you Oh, mate. He's, he's back, mate. So he's gangster, bro. What was it? Palace hadn't scored in like a million games. And then he arrived. <laughs> and what, they scored nine in two? Did they win four? Was it a four? Mate. I don't know. <laughs> it was they like, scored like, it was like more the, goals. Who scored? Uh, like team of the top five leagues in Europe and the entire midfield was it was like IU as a Elise which is the most washed midfield as well who, but he's got them cooking yeah, Jeffrey Schlapp oh, I don't know Decore remember. maybe but yeah it was oh mate Elise as a were cooking as yeah. is Hodgson's boy he is yeah he's he, Hodgson's boy he's cooking without Wilfred Zaha are they absolutely embarrassed Embarrassing leads. Patrick Bamford scored, and I thought that's a brilliant header. He scored an absolutely great goal, and then suddenly out of nowhere, bosh! Four goals in the second half. You having a laugh? Uh, I don't think they're going to have the same sort of uh, thing against Southampton, but I think they might win. I'm going to go two nil Crystal Palace. Two nil Crystal Palace away at Southampton. Interesting. Southampton are done. Interesting. I think one one. Cool. Spurs against Bournemouth. Bournemouth. They look alright. They're actually doing a bit. I think Gary O'Neill is probably the third best manager in the Premier League. That's a howler. But Spurs, I think <laughs> they've just... <laughs> Did you see... Um, what's his name? Paul Ince. Got sacked by Red Axe. And then he, <laughs> he said, yeah, Pep Guardiola, Jürgen Klopp couldn't get more out of those players than me. One I of them is his son. One of them is his absolute son. Absolute Tomins. Vio tweets about him. <laughs> about this guy and his eyes. <laughs> Did you see the one where it was like, the guy in the balaclava with the <laughs> Fuck's like, sake, man. That's the one I saw. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going to they're stay up and wing it. Anywho, right? I was thinking... Um, Spurs have just got too much quality. Like as, as much as I think Bournemouth are doing well, I think Spurs are just going to pick up games 
uh, pick up wins against teams lower down the league just through like Harry Kane and the occasional song goal. And then the big games they'll lose from now to the end of the season. I think they're just in a bit of purgatory now. So I think it's just going to be like... That's two- almost better than what they were doing. Facts. 2-0 Spurs. Yeah, I'm going to join you 2-0 Spurs. Um, I think Harry Kane's having a bit of a barnstorm already. Yeah, season. quietly Quite- very good. I mean, the problem is we say... It- Harlan's on like 46 goals or some yeah, you- shit. You just got to take him out of the equation and look yeah. at him and be like, Kane's having a, a really good season. He's not got any assists this year, but... Yeah, you know. that's because the rest of the team is whack. Anyway, Wolves, who look all right. Brentford, who look all right. It'll be a good game. Ooh, one, two, Brentford. Very nice. I do also think Brentford are going to win. When the hell is Ivan Tony going to get a ban? Is that happening? Because um, I was listening to the Filthy Fellas podcast. Shout out to those guys. That's kind of I was think I didn't really think about this. Like he is due a big move, but his big move is probably in jeopardy. In jeopardy, put on hold. Teams are scared to go near him because of this case, and so it's one of those where like either he needs to know, Brentford needs to know, and the teams trying to get him need to know what the fuck's going to happen, or he's it's just going to be like this weird unknown situation, and he's not going to be able to kick on to the next level. I do think Brentford are going to win. What do you say? Oh, one two. Two one to Brentford. Yeah, I think Wolves don't score. I think it's a two nil. Brentford. Man City versus Dean Smith's Leicester. As you see that the photo, shocking appointment. Did you see the photo of him and John Terry? <laughs> yeah. How? So his backroom staff is John Terry. Is it Craig, Craig Shakespeare, Shakespeare who and... took them to a Champions League? What the hell is that as an appointment, mate? I don't know. Um, turned down by Jesse Marsh or they talks broke oh, down. Mate, I think that's a blessing in disguise, but just throw money at Rafa. Yeah. Because if you throw money at him and get him in, you can take him down to the championship. There is a chance Leicester actually get relegated. It's yeah. not like they're clear that they can afford to get Dean Smith in and kind of no, dick about. The is, yeah, they're in trouble. Dean Smith is interim, right? Mm. Should have just thrown money at Rafa and got him in and then he's stuck with you, but he's going to get you promoted out of the championship. Rafa's, yeah, he, he, uh, he'd either, yeah, like you said, they get relegated, he'd stay, get them back, or they survive, and he'll stay like a season or two, and, and get them back in like mid-table, yeah. so. So, that's, that is the decision to make. Whack appointment. Uh, I don't know. Oh, do you know who else is a good manager? Man City 4-0. Brendan Rodgers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, is he still Spurs' number one? I think he is. I've heard a lot of people saying that he should go to Chelsea. Uh, well, that's where he started, didn't he? Who knows? So, but yeah, I mean, but the no, problem is like they're gonna dead. get they're gonna get relegated. Then they're stuck with J- Dean Smith, which Norwich fans will tell you. Yeah, I don't think he's great. I think he got away with a lot at Villa because he had Jack Grealish, and he done all right at Brentford. Four nil, Leicester, uh, not Leicester, Man City. What are you saying? Five <laughs> nil, uh, Man City. I've changed my four one. Harvey Barnes. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. The Harvey Barnes has got a couple and a couple now. Five nil Man City. And four one. Arsenal going to the London, the London Stadium. Stadium, yes. I think we smashed them. I know they got a decent result against Fulham, but like I said, I think Fulham are on the beach. I don't think West Ham actually have that much to them. I think West Ham are poor. West Ham are poor. I think Declan Rice is playing for his move to Arsenal. So maybe that will be the Arsenal, Chelsea. You see, Drew Bellerin came out and he said he didn't want to go to like a, an oil club with no history. I rate it, bro. Yeah, same. But big I, also, time. Also, I would be at Man City in a heart. And also, they're the only clubs linked with him, pretty much. Chelsea, PSG. But, but Borussia uh, Dortmund aren't going to take anything less than 120 million. No. And Chelsea 
can't spend 120 mil on another midfielder, surely. Liverpool should. Liverpool should, can't afford it. PSG, don't think he'd go there because I, of the I, lack I, of history I, just, I just don't think, like... It's either Man City player, or Real Madrid. As a player, you've got to be a certain type of money-hungry, greedy little vermin to go to PSG. Yeah, because there is be no from Paris. Yeah, there is no reason to go there apart yeah. from if you just want money and to like they've got nice kids and you get to play with Messi, right? And you might not even be able to play with Messi next season. He's he going back gone. to Barcelona. Real Madrid, probably that's a good move. I that's think that's the move. But they've got so many young youths. Tuchemeni, Tuchemeni, yeah, it's crazy. Valverde, they got. But Tuchemeni's now being linked with Liverpool. Yeah, maybe he's probably number one target. I don't know. Mental. Uh, West Ham versus Arsenal, three nil. Three, 2-1 Arsenal. 2-1 Arsenal. Tight game. Nottingham Forest host Man United. I think this might be a closer game than we expect. Stevie Coops, he's in and out. They come out and said, the owner came out and said, we're not letting Stevie Coops go. But there is constant speculation that he is pretty much like one loss away from getting the sack. I think their chief director as well is... Gone. He's Patrici, yeah. The one that was at um, Watford. Um... I'm going to go one all. One all. That's an interesting one. I think Man United playing tonight, no Rashford, so it could be could be harder than first four. I like one all. I'm going to go for 2-1 United, though. But in my heart, I hope they don't. I thought Jadon Sancho was all right when he played. Yeah, he looks all right. And Bruno Fernandes is playing this deeper role at the moment, which... Which is a bit, so a bit looks, higher up. Yeah, it looks just, interesting. Yeah. He's playing like... Fuck, like that late era skulls. Mm. Yeah. Kind of what um, Wazza did towards the end of his time at uh, Man United. Oh, that's a big game. Rounding off Monday, mate. Leeds versus Liverpool. Silence has hit the room. As it's I say, be... Leeds one, Liverpool two. Leeds nil, Liverpool eight. Cheese, and that's the end of the pod. Thank Liverpool you three, Leeds nil. Very nice. I've already forgot. What did I say? Two one. Very nice. Thank you very much. Oh my god, that's another episode down. Episode forty one. The season down. is finishing soon, guys. Tweet Luke when the hell is the Como video coming out? It's coming. It's I'm, coming. A, I'm a busy guy. He's a busy guy. Busy guy. I've started editing the Ajax video, Ooh. so get excited. Two big board draw away day videos coming your way. The giveaways will be concluded. The Soon. winners will be contacted. Bish bash bosh. Get excited. Follow all our socials. Yeah. It's going to be uh, a big, fast, furious end to the season. Games are and coming. And I hope you're here with us for it. Yeah, boy. But yeah. Anyway, guys, it's been board draw. Thanks very much for watching. And as always, it's live. <laughs>